Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're in Matthew chapter 13. Let's begin in verse 18. So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rocky ground. This is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. But he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty times what was sown. So in our curriculum this week, this, is, uh, th- this passage comes up. We've seen Jesus give the parable of the sower, and then he gives the teaching that we've covered so far in our devotions this week, and this is what closes out uh, both our devotions for this week uh, and also uh, the, the curriculum for this week. He gives this explanation of the parable of the sower, describing the heart that is represented by the soil, represented by the path, the heart represented by the thorny soil, the heart represented by the rocky soil, and then the heart represented by the good soil. As Jesus is giving this teaching, he's giving it the hearts that would evidence themselves later to be good soil. I mean, they were chosen by God. Jesus tells his disciples exactly this. You didn't choose me, but I chose you. When Jesus speaks those famous words, he was talking to his disciples. He was speaking directly to them. And it's it's also striking that this would come Uh, right on the heels of a reference to Isaiah 6. He's explaining a parable right after Isaiah 6 is fulfilled. Look at the graciousness of Jesus in that. Because if I'm a disciple and I don't understand the parable of the sower, and I ask Jesus why he speaks in parables, and then Jesus' response is Isaiah 6 that lists those who have ears but don't hear, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, that sounds like me. (laughs) Here's the good news. Jesus was gracious with his disciples. Some of them would, uh, would, uh, according to the text in Matthew, wait wait and see until we get to the very end of the series, some of them wouldn't even exhibit true belief in Jesus until after the resurrection. Jesus is gracious with you. And the fact that you want to understand, that you care to understand, is a good thing. If you're being objective and truthful about that, you're willing to repent from sin as a result, then, wow, this is a good place for you to be because Jesus just gave a reference to Isaiah 6 that said, people who don't understand my parables aren't saved. And the disciples are like, uh-oh, I don't understand his parable. <laughs> so don't, uh, don't feel like if you're theologically not able to interpret uh, all the parables, that means that you're not saved. Look at Jesus' grace toward the disciples. He explained the parable to them. He thought They followed Jesus and they later understood. They didn't understand everything that Jesus said. Consider uh, what I've referred to before as the zombie discourse, where Jesus says, only those who eat my flesh and drink my blood uh, can go to heaven, frankly. And the disciples are like, I, look, we don't understand this. We just know that you're the only one 
uh, who, who has the words of life. So they stick with Jesus, they follow Jesus, and then they are invited to the upper room where Jesus shows them how the Passover meal was about to become what we today call communion, eating bread in remembrance of his broken body, drinking in remembrance of his spilled blood. So if that's you, you're like the disciples who didn't yet fully get it. You believe that Jesus has the words of life. You don't understand all of his parables, but the crust in your ears is finally giving way. The bleariness of your eyes is finally giving way to focus. You want to understand Jesus. Keep following him. Stay in church. This could be evidence that you do have the type of soil in your heart that is good soil, that will bear fruit a hundred times what was sown, 60, 30 times what was sown into you. The disciples didn't totally get it. That's why this explanation of the parable exists in the first place, right on the heels of a teaching that people who didn't believe in him wouldn't understand his parables. He's gracious to his followers. So keep following. The Pharisees followed Jesus too, going from speaking engagement to speaking engagement, not to hear, but to condemn. If that's you, if that's you, you're more like the Pharisees than you are to the disciples. But if you genuinely believe that there's life in Jesus' words, and you want to understand them, the only force in this universe that would draw you to do that is the Holy Spirit of God, drawing you near. Would you pray with me right now? Let's enact and apply, realize and experience this parable right here and now. Whether you reject me or not, right? whether you believe or not, both your rejection and your adherence are fulfillments of this prophecy. I, I, you know, this, I love expository preaching. I, I can't lose. I just say what the Word of God says. Jesus, Jesus prophesied that some people wouldn't believe in Him, and He also prophesied that some would. So which are you? Here's an opportunity. If the Holy Spirit of God is drawing on your heart, you believe that Jesus is the Messiah. You believe that the secrets of the kingdom of heaven are being opened up before you. Suddenly, your ears pop. You're able to hear the truth. Your eyes come into focus. You're able to see Jesus is Lord. This means that you have a type of heart that's like good soil. Pray with me right now. God, I believe that you love the world by giving your one and only Son. That if I believe in him, I would not die, but have everlasting life. I confess that I have sinned and that I have fallen short of the glory of God. And I confess that the wages of my sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. I believe you, Jesus, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the one prophesied in Isaiah. You have given me ears, and I hear. You've given me eyes, and I see. Jesus is Lord. Would you confess that with your mouth right now? Jesus is Lord. By the power of the Holy Spirit, say it. Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. So according to the word of God, I am saved. I turn from my sin. In accordance with Isaiah 6, may I be healed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.